five by five. I just, I really want to talk about Buffy, because I love Buffy a lot, and I think that this is true of everybody at the table, but I really want to go around and ask, why is Buffy important to you? After all of these years, it it finished airing in 2003, why is it important? Oh, you're looking at me. I'm looking at you because you're going around, we're going to go around Um, in a circle or whatever. I have to say, I think that the, the Buffy patter is something that doesn't get old to me. I love the way that... It's the same reason I like Gilmore Girls. Um, True. I can't remember Truth. what... There's a name for it that people use for the Whedon speak. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, Whedon-esque. but... No, that's the blog. Yeah, that's, a, that's also like a fan site, I think. But um, yeah, that and... I mean, I can't think of another female like hero who kicks ass that I ever really would think of when I was younger. Like Xena, I guess, but... Buffy was like a real person with a smart mouth, and I'm into that. I guess this goes along with it, but like, when did you first run across Buffy? Like, what's your what's your Buffy hist? So I started watching Buffy when it first aired. Like, I've always really been into sci-fi fantasy stuff, so this was like in my wheelhouse right away. Um, and I was into the WB or whatever it was on UPN at the time, or whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I watched the first three seasons. As they aired. And I remember my, I feel like my dad and my stepmom like saw something in the newspaper in advance about like you have to talk to your children about the episode where Angel turns. Um, that oh, it was wow. Basi- it was basically like this, like you have to have like the sex talk with your kids so that, so I think we watched that episode <laughs> together, which was like kind That's of awkward. super awk. Yeah. Um, but then I was in high school after that and I like played sports and stuff and i got busy and so i didn't watch it and then um i a few years later after i think after the seventh season was done uh one of my coworkers was like you have to watch the rest of buffy it's really really good i own all of the dvds you Ash. can borrow all of them and i was working at an amusement park and so i i would work like really long shifts and then have like a free day and i watched all seven seasons of buffy in like a month basically good. that summer and it was amazing that's a good yeah what, what about you Aaron? um i never watched buffy when it aired uh i i only really got into buffy when i got netflix streaming i moved here about seven years ago and i was living by myself and uh, everyone was like how did you avoid this show for so long um but in high school and college i basically i was a musical theater major so i basically only had musicals and action movies like i watched musicals or listened to musicals all day long and like to counterweight that i watched like mission impossible two and three all the time i was a really bad existence um but uh it's it's really Uh, really pretty bad um but i tore through buffy twice in a year uh when i was living by myself and i was like oh angel's here and i loved angel love 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 that um but one of the one of the things that made it important to me, like Liz said, the the tempo and rhythm of the dialogue, I think, is really unique, and it, it paved the way for a lot of things. Uh, Liz and I have gone through about five seasons of Gilmore Girls, and definitely the the influence of Buffy is uh, is apparent on there. Like she said, 
But uh, I love the idea that these young kids are cleaning up a lot of older people's mistakes. I love the idea that Buffy is is working with her friends using very very little means to tackle things that are way way bigger than her. And nine times out of ten, they win. So I I always look at it as she's cleaning up for what the older generation has given to her, and I just it's very hopeful in that in that sense. Uh, okay, so I didn't watch Buffy when I was when it when it aired. Um, uh, I actually remember a couple of my friends watched it, and the first time I saw Buffy, I think I was visiting a good friend of mine who had moved away, and we watched an episode of Buffy, and I was like, "What is this? This is very strange." But I remember thinking that I really liked Oz, and that was like the only I mean, Oz is important. That was like the only uh, opinion I had about. It. And then after college, I think Sarah, you're the one who showed it to yes. me. Uh, we watched. I think that was we that was the first time like, I watched it. Yeah, we watched through, the whole think, thing. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked – so what attracted me to Buffy initially was the idea that this was another West Wing-style, very fast patter dialogue-style thing. And it was very quippy one-liners that I really, really liked. And now the reason that I still go back to it occasionally and I recommend it to other people is that it is a show that is not for me in that there are lots and lots of shows for boys. And Buffy is not a show for boys. It is a show – Buffy is a girl and, like, the main character the entire time. You know, nobody, like, shows up and, like, uh, takes the spotlight away from her. It's still very much her viewpoint for all seven seasons. And uh, the main boy character, Xander, on the show is kind of terrible. Uh, and I liked that he was kind of terrible for seven seasons because it meant it didn't turn into a boy show. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that about Buffy. Actually, most of the boys are kind of terrible. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, they're Riley. either... They're, well, Riley... <laughs> we, we don't need to talk about Riley. But, like, Angel and Spike are also both they're bad. terrible in their yep. own ways. Uh, let's see. Oz is good. Oz is great. Ripper is great. Oz is only there for a little while. And yeah. he's Oz, too good I for that I think Oz world. actually does end up being a little bit problematic later. Yeah. Because he still feels entitled to Willow forever. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a weird scene with him where he gets back yeah uh, which is when, a yeah. really good scene i yeah. think but um but anyway uh the point of this story is that rupert giles did nothing wrong rupert, right. giles, rupert giles is a perfectly wonderful person can so i actually interject because i can't believe i didn't include this in mind but part of the reason i watched this series as soon as it aired is that i was already a big fan of the movie like, no way beforehand would be horrified yeah i know he would be but i was like super into it and i had watched the movie a whole bunch which is part of why i like started watching the show as soon as it came on that's crazy that's awesome. you're continue, the only person i've ever known who's, who's said i continue that. to like the movie i probably have it memorized wow yeah luke perry i mean luke i was perry. really young when it yeah i know it was like so. a mid-90s yeah limbs um i was always kind of aware of buffy as being a pop cultural touch point because i was like four when it started airing sorry um and uh i was like reading entertainment weekly from a very young age for some reason a picture of you that's amazing you at age four which is just you but smaller and just yeah. reading entertainment weekly and it makes you really happy yeah i had less hair then but it was basically the same um but yeah i didn't get into it um until um after it aired when i was probably early in high school at that point i was a really big fan of veronica mars and was like mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. the only person on the veronica mars internet who was not also like already obsessed with buffy makes sense because uh, there's like the charisma carpenter tie-in oh yeah um, yeah her playing like basically like older supernatural yeah. <laughs> cordelia and so that she's like scamming a rich man while like having sex with his son's if friends it, if it weren't for the fact that cordy goes directly to angel so we know mm-hmm. we know her plot points there could definitely be like a unified theory of cordelia chase that would that <laughs> yeah. would make the veronica mars character not the that same her person. treatment on angel was the best no, no. but what you gonna do yeah 
Um, but yeah, so um, with that in mind, I ordered uh, the DVDs of Buffy season one on Netflix, um, old school version. I have a very distinct memory of being like devastated that um, I had to like go to like a summer program that I was very lucky to attend, but that meant spending a month after only having seen, I think it was season one, episode seven, Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. Is that the one with the praying mantis? Um, I think that's... No, the praying mantis one is the one where Xander has a problematic oh, yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, teacher's yeah. yeah, no, Never Kill yeah, a Boy on the First Date yeah. is, was, date is one of the mythology ones where yeah. she has like a crappy normal boy that yeah, she tries to the, take out. The, the master is trying to do some sort of shenanigans. Oh, he would. Um, I know. What a uh, jerk. Oh, maybe it wasn't seven because that I think was Angel. Yeah, angel. Anyway, um, but yeah, whatever it was, um, I had to like go off to do something like fabulous and enriching, and the whole time I was like, I need to get home so oh, I can. That sucks. Watch Buffy. This makes a lot of sense to me. I know. Um, yeah, and the rest is history. But um, I really like care about Buffy. I think my perspective on it is. Um, I definitely see myself as being a nerd, but sort of unfortunately for me, not a nerd who feels a lot of connection to sort of traditional like sci-fi and fantasy and like action inventor stuff. It's like, you know, mostly fine, um, but not really for me as much. So um, being able to discover um, a show like Buffy that um, had so much um, borrowed from and then also contributing to my favorite genre, the teen drama, um, but was kind of taking it in this different direction and doing all these creative things, um, I think was a real treat. And I think it did do so much, um, A, to like influence, um, like you mentioned with like Gilmore Girls, I feel like it definitely like left a mark on like the fast talking, like kind of word making up uh teen like dialogue uh that we know and love now um and just i think also just making the genre seem maybe more legitimate in the eyes of like Mm -hmm. culture as a whole i mean there's still like people being being judgy but um i think it, it did a lot to like get people who wouldn't normally be thinking about like young women's interiority to do that so i have a lot of feelings i also have a lot of feelings Buffy, like, Buffy was my feeling show. Like, I, I started watching- Once more with feeling. Yeah, once- Oh, my God. It's so important. The musical's so important, guys. Um, I started watching Buffy. I have this, like, very specific origin story for both Buffy and the X-Files, which is that my parents did not let us watch a lot of TV growing up. But when it was the summer, my parents finally relented, and they let us watch uh, The Simpsons- my brother and I would watch The Simpsons from 6 to 7 on Fox. And it was Simpsons reruns. And my parents were like, yeah, whatever. You can watch an hour of The Simpsons a day. I guess it won't kill you or make you dumber, which is, I think, what they thought would happen if we watched any other television. Whatevs. Anyway, um, when The Simpsons went to commercial break, because this was before the time when you could fast forward through commercials because we were watching live TV, we would switch channels. And on the UPN, they, they would always play Buffy reruns. And then on one of the other channels, they played X-Files reruns. And so... Slowly but surely, I became a person who was not watching The Simpsons primarily, but was watching Buffy and then switching back to The Simpsons. My brother used to always like walk in and out of the room because he was like less into it. Whenever he would walk back in the room, I'd, I'd switch back to The Simpsons so he wouldn't make fun of me for watching Buffy because he always made so much fun of me for watching. These are just stupid names, blah, blah, blah. I will say my brother made fun of me for watching Buffy for, I mean, years, like years until maybe... 
five years ago when I when he finally sat down and watched the whole thing and was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Like, what is wrong with <laughs> and me? And by then he never made, he retconned it, so he never made fun of you. About yes, it. yes, this is a that's thing that's true. That's what David does, it's yes. The mo- I'm glad that you also, yes, because you've seen this. Like, this is a thing that definitely happened. David, if you are listening to this, which you are not, you absolutely made fun of me for watching Buffy. Like, a lot. Um, but then, uh, right when season seven was airing, I did watch season seven live. Um, Buffy was my feelings show. Uh, I had a lot of teen feelings. I did not have a teen boyfriend. I worked a lot, like, at I had school and extracurriculars, and I had a lot of teen feelings, and I didn't have a lot of place to put them, so I put a lot of them into television and, like, felt very deeply about the relationships on Buffy, and they were very important to me, and I cried a lot when Willa and Tara broke up, like, a lot with the Michelle Branch song. Buffy got me into Michelle Branch, which was my feelings singer. Um, Buffy is really important to me in a very visceral way. Like, in a, like, I was watching season three this morning, and I was like, why, like, why do I feel like this? Like, I feel like I'm a 16-year-old girl with all these feelings again. This is uncomfortable, and I don't like it. But it, like, Buffy is the only TV show I've ever seen about high school where the high schoolers were what I was in high school, which is, they're losers. Like, they're not, and, like, it's not, like, freaks and geeks where they're cool losers. You know, like, they're, like, outsider losers that get to be, like, the cool kids. It's not, like... Well, the, the show, freaks. The fr- yeah, the freaks. Mm-hmm. It's and it's not even like what Freaks and Geek is saying about the geeks, which is sort of like there's coolness. There's hidden coolness under there. underneath. It's like no, like Buffy is not good at school. Like she, it's mostly because she's slaying, but like she's not. And like no one likes Willow. Like Willow has no friends except for her friend from kindergarten, Xander, who is a monster person. Um, like and no one likes him. Like they don't have friends. Like Oz is probably the coolest person who likes them. Cordelia is, like, shallow, but also totally out of place because she has hidden depths that she cannot And then expose. as soon as she starts associating with them, people don't like Cordelia yeah, because anymore. because they're, like, they're not <laughs> cool. And, like, I was, I was, like, aggressively uncool. And I hated myself in high school so much. And, like, I just really identified with, like, the idea that these characters also clearly were really insecure about themselves and really like spent a lot of time thinking about the fact that they didn't like themselves very much and that no one else liked them. And then they got to have feelings and they got to fall, fall in love with sexy vampires. It was really important. I had a lot of feelings. I still the have quintessential high school experience. It is. It was it. Yeah. What I'm saying is that I was a slayer in high school and I identified with Buffy very oh. strongly into every generation. One is born. That's true. Previously on Buffy, the vampire slayer. Of course, a big Hawkins it right on my nose. I think I've read something about this. This reminds me of Nurgle, a Sumerian god of disease, who I had sex with and also used to curse a teenage boy in Gibraltar to a zit death. Well, right now I guess I don't see anything I can punch. Well, or that Faith can punch. I dated a guy like this once. And that is where we come back with Faith with a horrible, wriggling, like, wriggling disgusting. disgusting thing on a knife wrapped in Xander's t-shirt. Uh, Buffy is at the bronze. You have this thing. You you don't know these- Did we just like put it on a table? That's what happened. Yeah. We went to the bronze and I put it on a table because I'm a d- trash person. Yeah, I think that, that might, I think that that now is what happened now that you've said it was what, I was like, are you going to go back to the library? Or are you no, gonna, of like, course no, not. I think you went to the bronze. We're going to go show Buffy. Okay, well, so you walk into the bronze. Um, if somebody, <laughs> I mean, it's wriggling, but it is, it is like in a, in a shirt. So it's not like the world's 
most obvious. I mean, it's still gross, though. And, like, it's kind of leaking through the shirt. And, like, yeah, it's gross. It's dripping. What, what's, who's playing the bronze? I don't, like, who's playing yeah, the bronze? Yeah, what, what band is playing? The Cranberries. I was just, oh, gonna, yes. I was just gonna say it's oh, the Cranberries. I love that harmonizing you two did yeah, just then. it was very it's important. Very good. So the Cranberries are playing because. They're, and they're singing Zombie. They are. They have to. Because oh, Sunnydale, the, because the bronze, the all ages club <laughs> in small town Sunnydale. Man, I hate playing Vamp Towns. Uh, California <laughs> gets every major act of the night. Um, so yeah, you guys walk in with this wriggling t-shirt monster. I assume Faith is in charge of it. Uh, and he said I'm in charge of anything. Uh, and Buffy is sitting. Buffy is. There's a, like a little bit of scene before you walk in that Buffy is um, sitting at a table alone. She like occasionally stands up and like walks over and like picks up another thing of peanuts and sits back down. But she looks behind her and she sees you guys there and like immediately gets up and starts dancing and like smiling really big. And, like, trying to front, like, she's having a good time. Uh, so Faith, seeing this, like, holds up the terrible squeaky <laughs> mess and gestures, like, wildly to for <laughs> Buffy to come come find her. Buffy, like, Buffy, like, stare, like, like, looks at her and finally, and, and does, in fact, like, like, takes out, like, like, shows a little bit of a stake yeah. so that Faith knows she's armed yeah. and, like, so Faith, goes Faith the then back. goes to the pool table. Oh, and then God. just stabs the pool table down. So many with terrible things thing. have happened to the bronze pool table. Like, think about how many scenes that ta- that table's in. Well, we're about to go through another one. Yeah. Uh, and I stab it down, and then uh, I look at Buffy, and I said, check it out, B. New critter in town. It's oh. wicked slimy. Oh, God, it's gross. Meanwhile, by the way, no one at the bronze has noticed or cared what is happening because it's sunny. Oh, well, yeah, uh, they're sexy dancing to the cranberries. Right. And looking at the cage, the people in cages. <laughs> Xander hears what Faith says and he goes, hey, are you talking about me? <laughs> Anyone want drinks? <laughs> Sorry to ruin your night, Buffy. I know you were looking forward to a night off. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, like, um, but I guess I guess we could do Slayer stuff instead. That that works, too. Do we know what it is or well, what it does? I already handled it, but I guess we could do it. What is are those things? Dead? Take it apart? I feel like we should take this back to the library so we can get a closer look. The lighting in here isn't ideal is it it looks like it's still alive where did you find this thing uh when you say that faith like grabs the knife and then drives it back into the thing and it like wriggles yeah a little more and she goes huh what do you know xander just looks at faith and says well i uh guess i didn't need that shirt anyway thanks faith buffy goes all right so we have the zits and we have this what are the chances of two weird things in Sunnydale on the same night? Do you think they're connected? Well, Hellmouth, but... Fair, fair. Good point. Hellmouth, Hellmouth. So shall we take it back to the, the, the top of the Hellmouth, right in that library there? Stick it on there. Sure, B. As the one in charge, I say we go back and see what the G-Man's up to. Well, I mean, I can be in charge now. Like, because I'm bad. Like, this is, you know, this isn't hunting. So, like, I can... I'll take it. And Buffy, like, Buffy, like, grabs it and walks out. Because Buffy's in charge. Uh, Faith rolls her eyes and then just like (laughs) walks out. Yeah. There's like a little trail of slime left on the... And Willow gets a coaster and just like scoops a little bit of it up and holds it up. When you guys walk away and the camera stays on the slime, (laughs) the slime splits in two and grows and slithers off through the bronze and starts and like... And you see it sort of like running around the bronze on the... Good. On the windows and stuff. So Willow has put that little scoop into her bag. 
Right. In the meantime. Yeah, so Willow's got a little scoop of goo. Uh, Buffy's got the big goo. Um, there then is another, like... You should have given it to Anya. Anya, she already has fish in her bag. It's true. But, but the, you know what? I you need know to save that fish for later, fish. yeah. Um, we now do a, a classic Buffy, uh, the monster continues to grow, mm-hmm. like, uh, sight. And it goes to, like, the school, which is dark. And there's a basement window. And out of it, there's, like, one silver thing and another silver thing. <gasps> and then another one and another one and another one. And they're all coming out. And you follow one of them. Like fucking. So are like these you, like are these like Alex Mack esque gross yes, slime that is things? That's really okay. good. That's yeah. a really that's what I'm thinking. They're okay. like yeah. Um, I was also going to compare them to Grimer the Pokemon. Grimer <laughs> the Pokemon. I'm is, familiar with Grimer. Is, is, what a bunch of muck. Like that's basically what they are, but they're not purple. They're like silver. Mm-hmm. You follow one as if it has a GoPro strapped to its head as it moves around Sunnydale. Um, the director was very proud of this yes, shot. Oh my god! You know, well, it's just like the snake, the like snake eye view, quote unquote, shot from graduation. Yeah, which of is the mayor. The direction yeah. the director clearly was very proud of, and which is not a good shot. Um, and you see this thing, like it, it sees in black and white, and it slithers, it slithers out, and it slithers in a window, and it goes. It first like looks at a kid, and the kid looks really happy, and like. It moves on from the kid. The kid's like, I don't know, playing fucking a kid thing. There's like a, a normal child There's playing a normal with a ball. Child doing a normal thing. Um, and then it. <laughs> Just a ball. Just a ball. It's having a ball. <laughs> and then it slithers uh, and sees like two parents who are like cleaning up the dishes and having a conversation. And it slithers up the wall and it looks in and there's this teenager. Um, actually, I think who it is, is it's, um, it's Danny Strong. It's, it's Danny Jonathan. Strong. It's definitely it's Danny definitely Strong. Jonathan. Yeah, it's definitely Jonathan. definitely Danny Strong. And he has a guitar. We've <laughs> never seen him use. Oh no, Jonathan before. was going to be cool. He was, and he's, he's like, he's like trying to pick out, like, I don't know what song, like probably like something lame that they can afford. I don't know. It's a song he wrote for Cordelia. It's definitely a song he wrote for Cordelia. You see it at the top. You see it at the top. At the top, like, my one sweet love or something, like, really lame. And this thing, and he just, like, he can't get the chords right. And he just, like, puts it down and, like, buries his head, his face in his hands. And the thing stops, slithers down, and lands right under his pillow. And then just stays there. And Jonathan doesn't see it. And it cuts back to you guys in the library. You guys have not seen this, but the but the audience has. <laughs> He's so, been through so much. There's that musical sting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Faith is sitting on, you know, like the checkout counter thing with her legs just swinging, looking yeah. utterly bored. Okay. Um, Giles looks at this and goes, well, this is certainly not like anything I've ever seen before. What does it do? Is it dangerous? Has anybody touched it? It tried to eat my face. So we know it doesn't have good taste. Well, Damn. there's no reason to be rude. <laughs> um, I, he goes, well, it does strike me that we should probably start our research. Willow, would you, would you, would you help me? And he opens up the door to like the restricted section of the Sunnydale Library, which is like I thought you'd never ask. It, and like, and like starts pulling out like big stacks of books. Oh, this is Willow's dream. Yeah, and I mean, like Willow is like does look excited. How do the rest of you feel about research? Like, it's definitely research time. Oh, I am not fucking with this. I, I Xander, being the dumb one, is like, uh, I think Xander wants to convince Faith to examine it because Faith is the only superpowered one. And because Xander's not smart. Okay, cool. So, um, so, and I imagine Faith feels... But what Faith's Faith? looking away and kicking her leg. She's, she doesn't give a shit about this. She doesn't give a shit about this. She doesn't care what this thing does. Uh, she just, like, 
Oh, God, I... My kingdom for cell phones to have been invented during this time. I could she be, be looking texting. at it. Be, be be different show. So can I yeah. can I make Xander do Writing something? A letter. Can I can I do an oops for you that Xander does something oh, stupid? Yeah. So Xander, while Willow and, and Giles are out getting books, Xander decides he wants to like see what this thing does. And, I want to prove myself. Right. And he takes the knife which is holding it to the table out, thinking like he's holding onto it, thinking that like that will work. And it doesn't. It immediately like whoop, slithers away really really fast and is trying to like get out of the library and starts like chitter 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 it starts making this noise like this sort of like distressed noise like a small animal and just keeps trying to get out the door of the library Mm -hmm. um and when it sees it can't like it's like an animal it turns around it surveys all of you back and forth like it pops up like it has a little head surveys all of you back and forth and goes right for faith so Faith is, like, watching this happen sort of calmly. Um, and then she turns to Xander as though she's about to say some, like say something sarcastic towards him. And then she turns around and sees that the thing is coming right for her. And she, like, jumps off of the counter and does the, like, Slayer fighting pose. Um, it, it goes underneath her feet and winds up, your, winds up her leg really quick. Um, and, uh, like, up, up. <laughs> no, this is worse. This is what it does. It goes up the leather pant leg a little bit and is halfway sticking out. So, like, it's stuck in your pant leg right now. Uh, And Faith can start to feel that it's, like, doing something to her skin. Like, it's burning her skin or otherwise, like, making Uh, it do a thing. uh, Faith goes, oh, this is just like that guy I dated. And she, like, tries (laughs) to grab the thing and pull it out of... Um, You then look at where it's been and you see, like, it's gross. You got them zits. All up and down where it touched, like all up and down where it touched. Uh, Faith looks down and then she looks back up and uh, her expression gets grimmer and she says, all right, enough messing around. We need to do something about this. Well, says Buffy, uh, we can't stab it. Anyone got you're any supposed bright to be, ideas? You're supposed to be big in charge Sunnydale Slayer person. Why don't you tell us what to do? Well, and Buffy lazily picks up a cross and holds it at it. <laughs> Nothing happens. Buffy goes, hmm. And picks up a, gla- a, a thing of holy water and, like, dumps it on it. And it does, like... Click. Hey, easy! It sizzles and, like, <laughs> it doesn't die. But it definitely, like, is hurt by the holy water. And Buffy just looks, demon. <laughs> Can Xander just run out and get a jar? Yes. Like, he runs to the science lab, just gets, like, these big honking jars, and then yes, just runs back Yes, he absolutely in. can. Um, here, I, I would like you to, um, I would like you to roll Act Under Pressure... To see, to see what, what, what. Oh, good. Just what, just, just, just roll me. Just let let's, me know how it goes. Let's see what happens. Uh, that's a six. Okay. Um, Xander runs into the science lab looking for jars. He grabs a jar. He then drops the jar. Uh-huh. Uh, the jar shatters on the ground because mm-hmm. it's Xander and Comedy Xander's. Bears. Wait, is that with the, with your yep. bonus? Oof. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, um, Xander then, like, shakes his head, grabs a much smaller, like, beaker that definitely will not hold the, like, but, like, I mean, this thing is, like, approximately cat-sized, but flat, if you think about like it. Like, he just like, picks up a bunch of pipettes. Yeah, and is like, like, I don't know. And is like, holding them in his arms as he runs by. And the shit's starting to get real because we start to see these, like, another, like, shot of silver go along the, the hall. And it looks like the school's got a bunch of these things going on. Okay, I want to um, uh, kick some ass. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to use my weapon, which I assume is the holy water that's around. There is holy water around. Yeah, you're right next to the armory. You got yeah. holy water. You got you some, and you've got you various kinds of stabby and pointy things. Mm-hmm. You going to use your, your some holy water? 
Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, I want you to roll kick some ass. Okay. Um, and go ahead and... Uh, yeah, that's fine. You're going to have to... If you want to attack with holy water, just so you know, you got to be like holding the thing down Yeah. in some way. So I don't know, maybe you stake it down and then try to pour Slayer it out. strength, it. sure. Yeah, sure. Roll it up. Uh, this is not good. Oof. Uh, Man, people are rolling bad today. That's a five. Um. Okay, with a five, it wriggles away from you and basically like continues to... Jump and then it jumps on Willow. Uh, I think it goes. It goes for. It goes for. Willow. It goes oh. to me. Yeah. It then like jumps to Willow. Goes to Willow's face. Uh, like tries to like climb up Willow straight up the front. Like it doesn't. It doesn't hit your skin yet, but it's like on the way. Do you want to? Ah. How do you want to react? Not ah. your sweater. Come <laughs> on, shake it off or what? Uh, yeah. I just like start clawing at my face to try and get it off. Okay. Well, and oh, I was. No. Gonna, Go ahead. I'm trying to think if there's like a small spell that I would just like immediately. Yeah, there might be. Um, like a like a sort of like something that would hello like at the level that she's at. Yeah, yeah, she could probably like. I think like maybe almost like a little electric shock, like a. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, she can try. Last right. time she tried magic. Well, I get a I get a library buff. So you do. We'll see. You get a library buff. Uh, okay, so I'm <laughs> I'm going to roll buff. Ah. Uh, use magic. Use magic. And you All can right. always, uh... That is a that is a nine. Okay, great. Okay. Um, no, I'm sorry. That is an 11. Hey, Ooh. so you succeed very, very well. Um, it, uh, you do, like, you zap it with some sort of magical en- energy, and it flies all the way across the room and bam, on the ground. Uh, it makes, like, a gross, sick, like, thudding noise. Uh, at, at this, um, yeah. Faith, like, sighs in relief, then turns to Willow and says, check out Dumbledore. So you're the reason Buff's so successful. I love that Faith made a Dumbledore reference because I think it's anachronistic, yeah. but I love it. Uh, Xander runs back into the library and just like throws the pipettes at this thing like, uh, it's bigger than I thought. Yeah. Um. Okay. Buffy says, all right, guys, look, holy water seems to kill it. It's not moving now. Anyone want to do the honors, please? And Buffy's like grabbing vials of holy water. There's about... You don't stock, like, unlimited holy water in the armory, right? Like, you can run out of holy water. Faith is okay, desperate so to look cool now. I yeah. think Willow has an idea. She grabs a few of the pipettes off the ground and starts sucking up holy water with them and then cool. runs over to the thing and jabs it in and squeezes. Oh, that's like injects it in. Willow will know yeah. what to do. Damn, that's good. I love that. Uh, Willow is a winner. Uh, <laughs> Willow wins. It you inject it in and it you see the holy water like fizz and burn inside like like the vamp like the way it does for vamps but mm-hmm. like inside its body and then it explodes in a million pieces season three special effects where it looks a little bit better than season like, one and just two. a little yeah. bit uh, <laughs> right. but this is definitely a monster of the week episode and they're saving up the big bucks for the graduation so don't expect too much mm-hmm. uh so are they gone now yes okay it, it has actually it goes on the wall and unlike when we saw in the bronze where it splits apart these just um, fizzle and they disappear. They're not there anymore. Okay. Uh, what about my little coaster of goo? Did that your little coaster of goo is it was in your bag, right? Yeah, I took it out when we got to the library. Yeah. Um, to, like, your inspect. little coaster of goo. Actually, what your little coaster of do- goo did is when that thing started moving around, it actually jumped up joined. And, and joined it. Okay. But if you want another one of these, trust me, there are plenty. <laughs> um, oh, good. So okay. Um, uh, so where are these things coming from? Said Buff- says Buffy. What's, like, what What do we punch? Like, this is bad. I feel like I immediately am going to be like, okay, if this is accurate. This does not sound like that Sumerian god that I looked up. Um, Giles goes, well, it's interesting. 
certainly the god himself, uh, no, it doesn't seem that this would be appropriate, but I suppose it is creating a kind of pestilence. And he gestures towards Faith has like rolled up her pants to try and deal with it. Nope, nope, no, she hasn't. Here's what Faith is doing. Oh, no. While all this is going on, Faith has decided to turn her leather pants into leather shorts. So she's just ripping the fabric good, off. Good. She looks down and sees that her two legs don't match. She goes, eh. Um, and, uh, and, but he gestures, he says, it does look like a kind of pestilence. I mean, obviously the god itself would be rather large to be here, but perhaps some sort of minion. I must consult my... And he wanders off as Giles does, uh, right. rubbing his, uh, rubbing his glasses. If anyone wants to do an investigation montage, they may. I bet, it, I bet Willow does. Yeah. So Willow <laughs> is like, sees him walking towards the restricted section to do additional research. And she says, oh, I think I have some ideas too. Let me help. Great. Can, uh, well, sorry. Go can Xander ask Anya something? Yeah. Um, I'm going to let both. I think both of those are great ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let uh, each of you in turn roll a investigate mystery. It's on your sheet. There's a mm-hmm. list of questions. Um, and so you can ask me those questions depending on what your role. If you if you get a nine or above, you can ask me three questions. Uh, if you get, Are we limited to these questions? Yes. These are the questions you can ask. Should um, I roll first? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Plus four. I rolled a seven. Okay, so you get you get a question. You get to answer something about this creature. Feel free to ask me, and I will tell you what you find in your book. You're a very old tome. Right. I am going to ask, what was it going to do? Um. So uh, you find a book called uh, Pestilence and Poison, which has, like, it's just gross. It's just got gross stuff on the front, you know, like, mushrooms and like it's just gross it's a gross book it's, 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 lots of, it's just gross um, i liked that the worst thing you could imagine was mushrooms i thought mushrooms were gross <laughs> um and so and in the book what you find is um yes what what was it going to do right um you see an illustration of these kinds of things it's sort of like weird silvery things and it's in a language you can't understand so you're just seeing the illustration um and what you see is like a three-step drawing of first like one first like it's not it's actually not zits what you see in the picture it looks more like um leprosy like like a more serious skin disease because it's from like the book's from like the 14th century and it's just sitting in your library in california because fuck everything Mm -hmm. um just like one little piece of skin and then the thing comes up and wraps around more and it's like part of a whole body and then the last one is all is like a bunch of them and the person, oh, gross, like, gross, gross. like pulling a person down, and then the per- and then like a residue on the ground and nothing left. Yikes! No. Uh, you guys, we better figure something out. Okay. Um, do you want to do a? Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to investigate further. Sure. Uh oh, I got a ten. Hey, uh, so you get to ask a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, it makes sense for Xander because he's. Got a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to know, what is being concealed here? Um, so the here's what happens. Uh, you, are you asking Anya, basically? Yeah, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 have a ve- I have a specific question for Anya, but yeah. since I can't ask that, I'm going to try to get there with these. Yeah, so basically, well, here's how the scene will play out to give you guys the information. Uh, Xander motions over to Anya, who's sort of been, like, not knowing what to do with herself because, like, she doesn't get to be part of the Scooby gang yet. She still thinks Xander is, like, a good source of truth. Right. And so, and Xander, like, tries to include her because probably he has, like, a nascent crush on her. Um, and, and, like, shows her the thing in the book and says, does this ring any bells? And Anya goes, oh, yeah. Like, and sort of, like, perks up and grabs another book and another book and another book. 
and slams them down in front of Willow and goes, and you asked, uh, what, what is being concealed here? What is being concealed here? Uh, I assume you're also going to do some what sort of creatures are, you want to, you want to yeah. know what's going on? Yeah. Uh, Miss Vengeance Demon, uh, if you have a moment, I have a few questions for you. Go for it. Okay, so, you see, we got all these creepy crawlies running around, and you seem to be the only one that knows anything about them, so, uh, do you know what's happening here? So Anya goes and grabs a bunch of books and looks through them and comes to one and opens a page um, and looks at it and looks at Xander and says, Irvilla. Irvilla. That, it- like, a Cruella sister or something? <laughs> Irvilla is this demon... We go way back. Uh, these little metallic slimes are his friends that he will send out to try to get his food and bring it back to him. It's fun for everyone. Great. It seems like you have a lot of chums. I just don't want to end up being the chum. Huh. Having friends is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy, Buffy walks up behind all of you and goes, how do we kill it? Fire. Oh. That's weirdly easy. I, I can just... do fire. You can do fire? You can, I do, can fire. do fire. Uh, Buffy looks at the book and it's a big old, it's a big old grimer. It, look, it looks way, way bigger, way bigger, way bigger than these little metallic things. And she goes, Willow. It's like a totem Pokemon grimer. Yeah, it's big. It's a victory road grimer. Yeah. 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 Uh, and goes, Willow, I don't think you're up for making this much fire. Oh, no. I meant with, you know, like matches and stuff. How hard could it be? I burned down a building once, I burned down a village once. We all like a little arson, so uh, let's get partying. <laughs> Buffy just goes, I'm beginning to be concerned about this team, but, you know, I still can't do much, so have at it, Faith. Well, from my point of view, and then uh, Faith, like, blows a bubblegum bubble and it pops again because she knows it annoys Buffy, things only went pear-shaped when we went back to find you, B. so as long as I've got your little Scoobies with me, I think we'll be great. You just sit here and keep doing what you're doing. And then she strides out of the library. Buffy looks and goes, well, happy hunting. <laughs> After everybody, after Faith is like already out and looks at Giles, who looks concerned and wipes his glasses. The good part about this is that Faith was like, this is my team. And then strode away. Exactly. Leaving her team behind (laughs) her. Leaving her team. And that I imagine is is, is shortly thereafter followed. Norman Osborn's Avengers. Yep. It's awful. It, uh, so are you guys going to hunt? It's like kind of late. I imagine you guys are probably going to pick this up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, the, uh, the, this... The screen flips to Jonathan, um, and uh, you see his parents come into his room, <laughs> and he's gone. And there's a big wet spot on the on the on the ground. Um, and, Not again. And it looks like there's like a trail of slime leading to the window, out and across the lawn. Um, Classic Jonathan. Uh, you guys all get to school the next day, and it's a normal. You know, it's like a relatively normal school day. You start to look around, and you notice that there are a fair number of people who are missing. Do we still all have zits? You do still all have zits, and in fact, many of you have woken up with more zits. Xander, you have not. You're fine. Uh, Anya, you have not. Willow, you have a couple more. And Faith, you have a lot more. Where? Uh, Behind your ears. No, that's so hard to cover up. On your hands. Uh, I need those. Um, and yeah, like it, it's getting gross. Uh, so, um, and you start looking around and you realize that there's a bunch of people missing. Cordelia is missing. Uh, and you don't know whether she didn't come to school or if something happened to her. Xander probably cares about that. Um, uh, Harmony's seat is also not filled. And you notice that Jonathan is missing. Well, there's an upside to everything. I mean, there's an upside to everything. And um, 
basically, like, and so uh, over the PA system, you hear uh, Principal Snyder's voice after your first period saying, it's come to my attention that there is a uh, some sort of skin condition going around the school because of all that kissing and making out you students do. Effective immediately, the, uh, the students are forbidden from touching each other or kissing each other in the hallways. Let's keep this contained to the teenagers, kids. Keep your gross hands to yourself. Principal Snyder. Signing out. (laughs) Sniding out. (laughs) Well, there's not a lot of people here, but hey, short of lunchroom lines. Am I right, gang? God, Xander's the worst. He's so bad. Uh, Um, So Faith Faith walks in, and like Faith's outfit here is uh, she has sunglasses on, and then she's wrapped around like invisible man styles with like all of the like... uh, uh, flexible bandages that she would have like from treating stuff and so she just looks like a weird mummy in a trench coat kind of and she just has like dark sunglasses on because something about her still has to look cool I'd call you Faith but I think I should call you the elephant man today uh, Faith just like turns her gaze on Xander and, and he dies Yeah. <laughs> you know I hate to say this but I think Principal Snyder kind of has a point why isn't this happening to any of the adults that is a good point I mean, I guess, like, acne doesn't happen to adults. I don't know. This isn't acne. I think we've established that. I guess that's true. All right. I want everybody to roll a read a bad situation check, which allows me to give you guys a little bit more information. Uh, Roll sharp. Oh, I'm not great with sharp. You're bad bad at sharp. Oh, I'm actually 11. Okay. With an 11, actually what I'm going to do, you're actually, I'm actually going to flashback. um, So with, with, and did you guys get... Successes. I got a 10. I got a 7. 7. All right. Faith so, already thinks she's an 11, so. Yeah, I mean, so I'm basically just going to, like, give you guys a little bit of information that all of you have started to notice. The first is that, um, Xander, you, uh, the zip became the least of your problems a Nobody little while ago. Nobody wants to touch him. Yeah. Nobody wants to kiss him. Yeah, like, you're, you're kind of good, whereas Faith has been, like, touching at them and scratching at them and, like, moving around and, like, worrying about them. No, she's not doing well. She's, like, shivering. Yeah, she's, like, freaking out about them. And the rest of you have actually been pretty cool about it. Like, Anya's had a giant, like, weird gouge pupil on her face for a while and has not been, like, too concerned. I would like her to have, like, a Hello Kitty band-aid that she, like, got from, like, one of the bathrooms in the house she's squatting in Um, across her face. And Willow's got a couple, like, because she was definitely worried about the blue one, but has been, like, pretty chill. Buffy? has a couple more, and Faith is all over. And you notice that Cordelia is gone, that everybody who seems to have been worried and scared and worried that someone was going to see them and worried about what was going to happen to them suddenly are the people who, like, are are getting hit. Um, I don't know how Faith interprets this information. Uh, she knows it. She notices it. She probably does not connect she, I would imagine that Faith thinks of this as, that's weird that everybody else is nervous about it. I'm clearly not nervous. I'm fine. But so I don't know. I, I actually think what... Sorry. So this is something that you guys, like, this is something that you guys, because you as characters know who's missing and know who's not, you have noticed this thing that I am now telling right. you. So we all just know. Yeah, this, you know this okay. thing. We're like in the quad discussing yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Faith is like, her her posture is like, normally Faith's posture is very like relaxed and cash. Uh Faith is, like, standing ramrod straight, like, right up against a tree and not saying anything. Buffy is sitting is sitting uh, in the middle of, like, on that, on that you know, that, like, that picnic table. They all sit they at all, all the time. Like, yeah. um, and goes, I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, 
look, Faith's been worrying about this a lot. I don't know what it is. Maybe she wants to look cute for the guys, but I don't know. You should try it sometime, B. And then, like, she oh, kind of, her like, she gets, like, a spike of pain. Oh, shoot. Poor Faith. Faith, did you just have something happen to you and you were being kind of rude? Faith, like, is about to answer Xander, but then she realizes she makes that connection and she just falls silent and just nods. Huh. Say, Will, uh, anything in that book about maybe this monster reacting to emotions at all? Uh, investigate mystery. This is good. We're in the quad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're but, gonna but we're gonna solve this fun. problem, you're you guys. Asking, you're asking questions. You we're know, gonna solve yourself. a teen mystery. That's a natural twelve. You know what? Actually, I remember one of the books I didn't really pay that much attention to at the time, but it wasn't about a plague demon. It was about an anxiety demon. Maybe the fact that teenagers are so much more stressed out than adults. What? Like you think I'm crazy or something? That's me, crazy Faith. And Wait. there's another spike of yeah. pain. <laughs> Um, I think maybe it's important that we all just calm down and rationally analyze this Oh, I'm calm. I'm five by five. And then there's another spike. (laughs) Face having troughs. And meanwhile, Anya is like, wait, teenagers are naturally more stressed out and I'm stuck in this body now after being a thousand years old? This seems a little weird because uh, I think I have more problems than everyone and I'm not stressed out. I don't have more zits. Well, Sander, maybe you're just used to it. Huh. Well, great. Well... We've killed one of the little bads. Where's the big bad? Says Buffy. I agree. I could get to some stabbing. All right. Uh, how do you guys want to go about finding the big bad? That's where we're at. Sander, maybe we should go visit Cordelia's house. Oh my God, she's not here. And she has the most to worry about out of all of us. I mean, prom's coming up and all. I guess it's as good an idea as any. The closing shot, I guess, is them piling into the terrible van. Yeah, the terrible van, and uh, and heading off, and and probably like parking the van in front of like a, a really nice house, a really nice house. Because this is before Cordelia's mm-hmm. father gets yeah. indicted Bank for tax house, fraud, yeah. and yeah. then they lose everything, and she has to work for a prom dress. And it's very sad for her. Um, so he uh, he rings the doorbell, and he just has a crucifix ready. Oh my god! I can't believe you guys are so slow with my sushi. And she opens the door. And sees Xander with the crucifix and just screams. That's our show for this week, heroes. Tune in next time as our Buffy adventure continues. Adventure is part of the OneShot Network, which it shares with amazing shows like Design Doc. In Design Doc, you join hosts Tana Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign a role-playing game. It's an experiment in public, participatory, analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. See you next time, heroes. (laughs) 